Welcome to the Geeks and Suits podcast. I am your host, Chase Gerber, and joining me today in the studio from a galaxy far, far away, it's Ben and Yanni. Guys, what's going on? Hey, man. Hey, the, the studio being my room. Yes. Very secluded. <laughs> it doubles as a room. Uh, it's a lot quieter and less echoey than where we normally record, so... Right. We're calling it the studio. Usually so a living room of some sort. <laughs> uh, as promised, we're here to preview everything having to do with Star Wars The Last Jedi, which uh, releases in T-minus five days from now. Um, guys, can we believe we're here? I mean, we are days away from this long-expected movie, and uh, couldn't be more excited to, to add a new chapter to the Star Wars universe, am I right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm, There's I'm, really not much more to say about yeah. it, right? I'm at the point Pretty where simple. I'm just ready to be done waiting. Yeah. I, you know, it's, we got the trailer in the summer, we've gotten all these little tidbits and set photos and TV spots, and, you know, it's just, I'm ready to see the entire movie <laughs> And enough with, oh, there's two new seconds in a TV spot, or, oh, there's a new set photo. Like, I'm just ready for it. And so, luckily, we don't have to wait too much longer. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the bunker now, hiding from from things like that. Like, the two-second, like, <laughs> don't new need clips of... Yeah, like, someone was... Actually, one of my friends, Andrew McNulty, was, like, tweeting at me the other day about, like, oh, look at this clip at the end of this preview. I'm like, nah, no, no, we're not doing that anymore. <laughs> no, you, you missed the cutoff, man. So <laughs> I, I, I just, like, I'm just trying to, like, flush myself yeah. with everything. Reddit is I, starting I, to get dangerous, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. It's, yeah. it's gotten to the point now, I'm like, yeah, Like, we're going to be deleting Reddit anymore. off the yeah. phone here for a good oh, wow. three, four days. Hey, I'm That's a real cold turkey move. I'm, it is. I haven't watched any of the new TV spots. I, you know, I watched the original teaser trailer and then the ESPN. I haven't even listened to music lately. I'm just trying. To <laughs> now, are you guys gonna read any of the reviews when they come out in a no. couple days? Here, I'm gonna no. try not to. It's very likely that I'll see something and have to. even the spoiler-free reviews. It's gonna be hard to not look at the little tomato with a percentage next to it. Yeah, that's the thing I'm nervous about. Me. That's the one I've I've always like. Just like right before I maybe go see a movie, I'll like peek at it or something because yeah. like they're shown on Fandango now and like, oh, all kinds of apps. Yeah. So it's I mean it's gonna be a, it's yeah. gonna be a media blackout. Yeah. Because you yeah you don't want to go into it saying okay this is what the review said like how does that match up mm -hmm. to what I'm about to see and then you're looking for certain things. I mean obviously it we're just, not going in fresh or clean by any means from no. all the things we've seen. But you don't want to alter your expectations yeah. anymore at this point because they've been building a certain way for a while and you want the movie to either fulfill or not mm -hmm. your expectations, not, not a review yeah. posted by some dude on a blog. Yeah. I, I just know Twitter. I'm going to, you know, even if I avoid Rotten Tomatoes or, you know, the Star Wars Reddit, I'm going to see a post on Twitter that's like the reviews are in for Last Jedi yeah. and they are blank. I mean, it might be. You know, it might give me a little bit of a calming sense or, you know, some reassurance if I see a tweet that says the reviews are excellent for The Last Jedi. And then I'll be like, okay, now, now I'm not, you know, going to be disappointed. But 
I should go the route you guys are talking about and just not read. Try to. The worst, the worst case scenario in that is like Suicide Squad. <laughs> I love we talk about Suicide Squad literally every time we podcast now. But like, yeah. It, yeah. that seemed like a good movie for so long. And then the reviews started coming out. Yeah. It, was it was shocking. Yeah. Like that was. I remember that was the last time I was like really shocked at a movie being bad. But yeah, that's, I think that's why I just, I don't, I don't even want to give that a chance of happening. Yeah. You know? Yeah, uh, I agree. I'll probably be, uh, you know, staying off social media starting probably like tomorrow. Um, the premiere's tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, all right. So we're going to be answering some burning questions uh, about the movie in general, some some theories, some stuff like that. But uh, before we get started, uh, just where are your guys' expectations at for this movie at this point? Um, you know, we've been we've been psyched about this movie ever since... Honestly, since the first screening of The Force Awakens ends, um, because, you know, it ends on a cliffhanger, unlike any Star Wars movie. And, you know, there's been a lot of hype about, you know, what's Luke doing, all this sort of stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, two years in the making, where are you guys' expectations at for this movie? Doesn't it feel like it's been so much longer than two years? Like, back in the yeah. prequel days, we used to have to wait, like, three, three, three and a half years. Yeah. And now it's like, we got a Star Wars movie last year, but we're so spoiled at this point. We're like, oh, we've waited so long for this. We're spoiled. We're yeah. very but, spoiled now yeah. at this point. <laughs> yeah, my expectations are through the roof. Just from, you know, everything you're hearing, it seems like Lucasfilm and Disney, they're pleased with the movie. Obviously, I mean, they gave Ryan Johnson a whole new trilogy, so it's got to be at least okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I am going in with pretty high expectations um yeah and i mean like you said the the cliffhanger from the first one it's just we've been waiting to see what happens next for two long years two long years so i was trying to stay mum about this movie because i just i didn't want to get myself overhyped because i really believed it was going to be a really good movie Mm -hmm. and then lucasfilm and kathleen kennedy made that deal with ryan johnson for him to create a whole separate trilogy on his own. I'm just like, how the hell am I not supposed to like think this is the dopest movie ever now? Yeah. It really like makes it difficult. And like, it's just a, it's such a ridiculously unbelievable heat check to do this. I think they announced it like a month before this movie's coming out. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just insane. But like, as far as expectations, like I was thinking the other day about just the whole concept of, of comebacks when like a celebrity or a movie franchise or an athlete makes a comeback. And um, usually the idea of a comeback is to fulfill like a, like a thrill or a feeling that someone or something gave you that first time to recapture, you know, that feeling. And usually there's just has to be like that one perfect moment during that comeback for it to all be worth it. Everything else can, you know, not be that great or subpar. But just that one moment. And the one I think about is when Jay-Z came back during his whole, it's been 10 years of his comeback or whatever now. He's got Paris and Watch the Throne. And like, that's the one thing I point to him. Like, I would trade all that other stuff if he just came back and made that. Like, that was worth it to me. So that, like, that's what I'm thinking, like, The Last Jedi could be. Like, all these other movies could come and maybe they won't ever be as good as the originals and stuff. But this movie feels like it's got the momentum and the ability to be like that good to for people to look back and say, 
yeah, they brought back Star Wars and, you know, all the movies were all right, but they had that one movie that just made everything worth it. That's how I feel like this movie could be. Uh, my expectations are just like you guys, like through the roof. Um, I, I don't think I've had this type of expectation for a movie since The Dark Knight back in 2008, um, which the expectations were ridiculously high and then it shattered all of them. Um, That's the only time I've ever been to a movie as hyped as I was and it somehow over. Right. It went over mm-hmm. my expectations. Yeah, and I, I think Last Jedi has that potential. Um, I don't know. I I feel like whatever we do get from Last Jedi, it's going to be unlike anything else we've gotten in this you know, universe of Star Wars. That's um, what I've been most excited about. I think it seems like Ryan's going to get weird with it. Right. That's what I've wanted mm-hmm. since this whole Star Wars comeback happened. Yeah. So I'm going to just take this into a place... People are going to be like, wait, that's Star Wars? Especially since a lot of the complaints with Force Awakens was how safe it felt. How it was, you know, we've probably talked about this set. Yeah, the replication of of the original movie. You know, and how we all really liked it, but in a lot of ways it was a safe comeback. And they had to. It was the first one back. Mm -hmm. I mean, you understand that. But now that we have that as like the base for the new trilogy... It's time to, you know, dig deeper and see where they're going to take it, which that really excites me. And from the moment we saw the first trailer with Luke saying, it's time for the Jedi to end, Mm -hmm. we knew, like, this is going to be, like, this is going to be different. Yeah. Like, how, if you think about it, it could have been entertaining, but wouldn't that have been boring if Luke was just still, you know, his same old self? He trains Ray. Mm-hmm. Like it would just and just feel a like, whole other band of dicks. Yeah. Just like how it was in like it the, would feel the, like the a rehash once again. Yeah. yeah. So I'm very even though you know you don't want them to go too crazy and be like, okay, what the hell are they doing here? But you're glad that they're taking risks mm-hmm. yeah, because that could make it from good to great. Yeah. Yeah. It it exceeds just you know. A bunch of callbacks and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'll still stand for Force Awakens being more original than a lot of people think, but that's a whole nother argument. Um, <laughs> all right, uh, coming back, you know, obviously we haven't had this, we we haven't been in this universe since uh, since Force Awakens. What character are you guys looking most forward to seeing on the big screen again? Kylo Ren. Hoo-hoo. Okay. A lot of people didn't like him after Force Awakens, but I thought. He was the most interesting character. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Driver's just an amazing actor too. Mm-hmm. Like he's uh, he's just got a lot of I don't know capability to show kind of the emotion that the character of Kylo Ren requires. But um, I don't know. I just feel like there's going to be a lot for him to like work with in this movie. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sure. agree more. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I'm ready to see more Unkar Plut. <laughs> I want to know, you know, what kind of portions, you know, what what else can you make out Six. of stuff? <laughs> like we saw Ray make a muffin. What else does that, you know, Space bread, what else yeah. do portions make? Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, I don't know. I mean, the, an easy answer would be I'm excited to see where Ray's character goes and, you know, mm-hmm. all our favorites from The Force Awakens. Although, I mean, there's such a mystery around Snoke right now mm-hmm. that I'm really ready to see, like, what this guy is about and learn something more about him. Mm-hmm. Because 
to be honest, in Force Awakens, I wasn't too pleased with Snoke at first. I was kind of like, okay, what? This is like, okay, this is the new Emperor. Shadowy figure to be yeah, in the background. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, he's okay. He's this old, trivially, you know, old Sith guy who's, mm -hmm. you know, pulling the strings. But I'm a lot more excited now with some of the information we've got. Um, knowing, it seems like he's got know, a more prominent part. Actually, yes. So. so I'm excited to see where they go with Snoke. Um, the, I mean, there's a huge mystery around that. So Right. There's been a million theories on the internet. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they have, they have, they have. I just I think it's like so funny how obsessed people have became. Yeah. Yeah. Became. Um, yeah, I think mine would be Ray um, being one of my favorites. Probably my favorite from the the new cast of characters. Um, I don't know. I I just think it's 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 such a like a real not a relief, but it's so fresh to see like our main hero is a woman and not mm -hmm. and not you know the the Luke the Harry Potter the you know whoever it is you know yeah. we our main our main character is is you know this really cool kick ass like twenty year old girl and yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see where they go with that, um, mm. you know, and especially obviously her past, which we'll get to. But um, yeah, Ray would be my answer. Also, I I can't wait to find out what the hell Luke's been up to. It seems like there's gonna be flashbacks. Yeah, which I'm very excited for. Yeah. Let me tell you, I am I am a huge sucker for flashbacks. I cannot wait to see what happens, you know, with with uh, you know Kylo destroying the their their new Jedi temple or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for that. Um, all right, we're we're di we're diving in deep now. Uh, character you think most likely to die? Oh, geez. oh boy, we're going right for it. <laughs> Suddenly, this sounds like a Game right of Thrones podcast. <laughs> right for it. Um, if you really think about it, I think there's only two t possibilities. It's either Luke or Leia. I don't think they'll kill any of the new characters. Um, oh, I disagree. Oh, okay, hot take. All right, Ben. No, not not hot take, but um. I I think Leia's out of the question. I like going to. I, I just with Carrie Fisher and the whole situation with her yeah. passing away and stuff. I thought that would I think that would be an awful thing to. I don't know, just an awful way to have her go out. So don't you, you think? So you don't think Leia's gonna die? I don't think so. I would say for sure she wouldn't because they said how she was gonna be more prominent in Episode Nine. Right, they said she was going to have a huge part in episode. Nine. That's what it sounds. And like. then they said they weren't going to change anything with episode eight. Yeah, with her part in the story. Yeah, they said they weren't going to like try and shift yeah. the story to accommodate yeah. what happened. So if right. she was going to be a big part in episode nine, and they didn't change anything from eight, then I would almost guarantee she doesn't die in eight. Right. So okay. So but they've already said they're not going to bring her back for nine. Right. Yeah. So it seems yeah, but like they weren't going to change the movie either. Okay, so now I'm confused. Well, so she was supposed to, like they've said in multiple they said she was gonna have a big that she was going to have a pretty big role in episode 9. It sounds like what they were doing with this trilogy is that in each episode, one of the OG cast was going to like be kind of like a prominent role. So 7, it was Han. Seems like 8, it's Luke. And 9, it was going to be Leia. And it sounds like that didn't change anything about episode eight and they're just going to have to really reshift the story in episode nine. Okay. Fair enough. Um, I don't know. I feel like the fact that there hasn't been any like big news that 
you know, they're having to do reshoots or rework the story or anything like that makes me think that she is going to die. Mm. Yeah, or, I just don't Or go away. <laughs> or go away I'm somewhere. Just like, nah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I, I just, like, if she doesn't die, then what, like, what's the end game if she's not going to be in episode nine? You know what I'm saying? But it sounds like she was going to be the prominent role in episode nine. But if she, if Carrie Fisher can no longer play Leia, how can she not die and not have a role in episode nine? That's just my point. To write okay, let's the move story. on. This is just this <laughs> is too, this is too deep. All right, maybe. actual character you think most likely to die? Oh, isn't that what you just asked? Yeah, that's who you don't think Leia is. I think it's Leia. Oh, okay. who do you guys think? Um, you go first. <laughs> um. Man, I hadn't thought about this. I don't think they would do any of the new cast. I'm not thinking Luke or Leia or Kylo. Um, I mean, Empire Strikes Back, which is like the quote-unquote dark one, no major characters die. Yeah, it's true. I, eh, Chewie. <laughs> oh, that would be a oh. low. The ports? <laughs> <laughs> Port number 450? Yeah. yeah, how many of them are there? A third of that. <laughs> right. No, I, I don't know about anyone dying i feel like something's gonna happen to poe like he's gonna lose an arm or something like that <laughs> or or, is, or go blind or i don't know i just feel like something should happen to him that's kind of like crippling to him being able to be a pilot Ooh, hmm. that's a big character journey there right like i feel like that would be a really good idea yeah but i'm not see now that you mentioned that i'm thinking about how it was uh said that poe was initially supposed to die in episode seven yeah so now I, I honestly wouldn't doubt if he dies in a heroic way in episode eight. Somewhere, yeah, in another, so, I mean, another episode. Like, and honestly, mean, now that I think about it, I'm, I'm going to change my answer. They wouldn't kill Han and then Chewie in the next episode. That would just be like, cruel, right? people would start hating <laughs> yeah. them. So if anyone's going to die, I'm not necessarily expecting anyone to, but I'd say Poe Dameron. Poe Dameron, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, I have a dark horse idea. Snoke? Oh, man. See, here's the thing about Snoke. I know, like, he's he's not... Like, he's the, the emperor of this First Order, essentially. Yeah. What if he's just kind of this placeholder, and he's, like... He's there for, like, either Kylo or Luke or for someone to strike him down and become the, the big villain for, you know, episode nine. So he's just a... Uh, what if he's just like a red herring uh, a stepping stone yeah for Luke to be the main man yeah so or maybe you know what? <laughs> people will not get off the gambit that Luke is going to like be a dark side person or, or like, what if it's just like, like people won't let that go they thought he was Kylo Ren during episode 7 they thought he was Snoke like people just like won't get off that train well what if it's like a like a big stepping stone for Kylo and it's like now he's really fulfilling the dark side mm. by killing his master the whole rule of two and, and that sort of thing I don't know this is the thing I don't think this deep about what's gonna happen to every character what's wrong with you because I don't wanna like I don't wanna set expectations for myself like that's the problem is like I, I wanna go in expecting like cool stuff but I don't go this far as to like picking apart like pieces of scenes I see and stuff. Like, it's just, it's not something, like, I'm that usually interested in. Although, do you remember this time last year with Rogue One? I mean, it's right before A New Hope. We knew a bunch of them were going to die. So oh, it was, like, yeah. a fun game to be, like, okay. Like, these are 
everyone here is disposable. Yeah. Who's mm-hmm. gonna die? I remember making a list thinking like, okay, they're gonna keep Jin or so alive at the end and they're yeah. gonna, you know, this person might survive and then it ended up being like, eh, well, yeah. none of them live. Yeah, but all of them just They brought the hammer down, yeah. With this one not just being a standalone movie with, you know, a one-off, it's like, you know, they can't kill half the cast. Right. So Right. No, this is different. And you knew the end point that Rogue One was, was reaching. Mm-hmm. You knew, yeah, none of these people can exist after this <laughs> or it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. Right. But yeah. Uh, okay. Character most likely to turn sides. Your options are Luke to the dark side, Ray to the dark side, Kylo to the light. Most likely, which, which do you think? What are the Vegas odds? <laughs> Kylo to the light is negative 150. Ray to the dark is plus 110. Luke to the dark, plus 350. And I just made those all <laughs> <laughs> No, that was good. I like that. Um, seems like the marketing campaign is really trying to convince you Ray's going to go to the dark side. I don't think for a second she's going to. I, it seems like they're really trying to, like fool you mm-hmm. into thinking that mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say kylo to light. i think the smart answer is kylo turning yeah. good not the best odds not the odds i would bet on no but it seems like the most likely scenario so what as far as luke goes because it, it definitely feels like he's going to i'm not going to say he's going to turn dark but he's going to do some unexpected things uh, i don't know what do you guys think in is is in with what luke? do you think happens with luke basically yeah like, exactly I think there's some gray Jedi spiel going on. Would you care to elaborate for for those who may not know? Yeah, so a gray Jedi is basically... Yanni knows about this because he's watched The Clone Wars, right? <laughs> yeah. Gray Jedi is basically this this like middle ground between dark and light where really like people who are gray Jedi don't don't serve one side or the other, but they see like both sides of the Force as, as useful tools in the right situation, I guess, to um achieve not even good or bad but achieve what is the best outcome for everyone i guess it's kind of like it's it's like someone who doesn't pick sides in politics basically yeah it's it's like that concept thinking like both sides have good arguments but um like as far as it like uh, applying to like luke and everything he you know he has that line in the first trailer saying it's time for the jedi to end and stuff i think i i have no idea what it actually means in the movie, but it seems like he's alluding to the idea of how flawed the Jedi were, and you could really see that in the prequels, mm-hmm. and just how arrogant and how stuck up they seemed, uh, just about how their way is definitely the right way and stuff. And I think, I don't know what like happened in between Jedi and Force Awakens, but it seems like Luke kind of figured out the flaws of the Jedi in between that time, either through his own failures or his you know six book library that he has in that tree um but yeah i I think there's just some kind of like realization that we're going to learn about the jedi and just how uh not good they are at sometimes (laughs) you know just because they say they're good and they fight for you know freedom in the galaxy and stuff doesn't actually you know indicate them as being like good people even in the original trilogy obi-wan and yoda kind of still keep to their jedi um, you know, ideals and principles. Yeah. And Luke challenges those. Like mm-hmm. he leaves his training with Yoda to go for the sole reason of that. He loves his friends and he cares yeah. about them. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, the whole Jedi thing is no attachment. Right. And yeah. so Lack of passion. there's, and then Luke proves that, you know, the, the passion and attachment, you know, he 
it's Can a fulfill. good thing. Yeah. And he's successful. And so even in the original trilogy, you start to see some of the flaws of like the Jedi principles. And so kind of to go along with your question, Chase, I don't think it's going to be uh, someone going from a Jedi to a Sith or a Sith to a Jedi. I think it's going to be more of the gray Jedi type thing. And so kind of, I think um, an example I had thought of earlier was it's not necessarily going to be as drastic of a switch as like a Christian starting to worship uh, Satan all of a sudden. I think it's going to be more likely that if, you know, in this analogy, if Luke was a Christian when he was a Jedi, he's, he's going to become just agnostic. (laughs) He's not going to believe in everything that he once believed in. You know, he kind of takes... But he's also not going to go yeah. completely against... Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be a complete other side of the coin. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot more complicated and nuanced than that, which I really like. Because, mm-hmm. you know, if Luke all of a sudden, he's got, you know, the Sith eyes, and he's like, it's time for the Jedi to end. Like, this, I have been wrong this whole time. That would just be like... It'd be really cartoony. Exactly. Yeah. But it's a lot more, I mean... None of this is realistic in it feels Star Wars universe, but it'll right? be like more realistic. Right. If you know, I believed all this once. Now events in my life has taken me to a point where I don't know if I believe all these things anymore. And so it seems like we're meeting Luke at a place where he's really contemplating what he was taught and what he's known about the Force and the Jedi all this time, and he's kind of shifting his beliefs, and that's kind of gonna also form Ray's own beliefs about the Force and the Jedi and mm. all that good stuff. Isn't it interesting how this feels like a contrast in the reflection of society between, you know, back in the 80s when the original movies were made, mm. seemed like a very clear good guys versus bad guys, us versus them, until the whole father-son dynamic kind of blurred the lines and everything. And it feels like in in this new trilogy, there's more of a, well, no one's completely right and no one's completely wrong. There's an inherently good and inherently bad. Mm-hmm. There's so much more conflict. And I feel like it's just more reflective of the way like we talk about just everything nowadays. Like there's no one person, no one group that's completely right about a subject matter, whether it's mm-hmm. politics, whether it's sports, whether it's society. Like, I just feel like it's interesting how like these new films kind of reflect that yeah. and how it contrasts to the original trilogy. I agree. Um, all right, let's uh, let's talk about some of our uh, our fan theories that that we like. Guys, favorite fan theory that you think might actually be possible? Does it have to? Oh, it might be possible. It might be possible. Might be possible. I mean, anything's possible. Right? <laughs> okay. Kevin Garnett. Anything is possible. <laughs> I'm just trying to get, see how far you're narrowing this down here. All right, that um, doesn't have to be possible. No, 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 no. I was just asking. I was just asking for the parameters. Yeah. Whichever one of you wants to go first. Oh, man. Um. There's always the Jar Jar theory, which has been <laughs> recycled and recycled now. Okay. I. I. Okay. Possible <laughs> question mark see? is not Jar Jar. Okay, see, I'm looking for the line, and I found it now. <laughs> no, um, fan theories. Um, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of like read out like and defined fan theories. I really, all of them revolve around Snoke. Really, that's the biggest thing, with the exception of Kylo or Ray switching sides. Mm-hmm. One of them doing that. 
the other really big thing is is uh, Snoke. It just seems to be fanboys not getting off the idea of it has to be Darth Plagueis from <laughs> from the prequel trilogy. Although I would love that. So from, <laughs> <laughs> it just feels like that's another thing people just like won't let go. Um, I don't know the the plague or the 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 Snoke theories are always like the most entertaining to read just because it's like no that's totally not it every time I read one that's just what I think every time because I I just know it's it's gonna be something like stranger or more off key than that I think I mean yeah no. I never really pointed to one there I just talked about them <laughs> right. then there's all the Ray's parents. Series, oh, uh, which, we'll, we'll get to there. We yeah. have a full on debate. Oh, do for we? Us. Oh, wow. Well, that you know, that's kind of if we want to transition into that because that's kind of hold on. Let's just hold on a second. I want to I want to share my favorite fan theory. Oh, okay. Real quickly, since you guys won't answer the question, <laughs> um, I read uh, I read someone. It was on Reddit. I don't know who it was, but uh, theory I really liked was that um, that the Knights of Ren. Are were Luke's like New Order of Jedi? He was training, and then they, they all flip. turned with Kylo to become the Knights of Ren. It's a theory I really like. That is and, a great one. And so you know, they ceased to be Luke's apprentices and became the Knights of Ren, and then they technically died or something. Because they don't they say in the Force Awakens he like Kylo killed all of his like apprentices. I don't. Or something I like don't that. remember if I'm being oh, completely okay. honest. It just, I the wording remember. reminded me of the way Obi-Wan said, oh yeah, Vader killed your father. We'll see. Well, kind <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, it sounds cool. But anyways, uh, let's get to Ray's parents. Um, so if I, if I remember this right, Yanni thinks that it's, he's a, she is a <laughs> solo slash Organa. Ben thinks that she has no connection to anyone, to anyone in, in the Star Wars universe, which not okay, not right. they're obviously they're in the Star Wars universe, but they're not. It's not like Ray Skywalker or Ray Solo or anything. Okay, okay. or I, Ray. Kenobi fair enough. I do that. not believe she's a solo. By the way, oh, there was one day where I just saw something and I like thought I'd throw it out there. So kind of trolling. Oh, so you were <laughs> just I, I texted. Okay. I just texted you too, and I was like, uh, Ray Solo. By the way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but there's a scene. Uh, in it's in Force Awakens where Han looks at Rey like this really weird way when she says, "I didn't know there was this much green in the universe," mm -hmm. and like Han almost has this really like sad look to him, and he like the camera's on him for like a second almost or guilty. two, and he like looks down, and it makes me think like probably him and Leia somehow know who Rey is, or maybe he thought like. Or maybe he doesn't know who Ray is, but he knew her as a child. It makes me think that maybe she was like born on a, a planet, another planet with, you know, someone he knew. Mm -hmm. And they took her to Jakku. And he's like, yeah, I don't know. That that looks that had, you know, right. a million little theories behind it for me. But the more I think about it, it's like, okay, would it really be, you know, if it was actually Han's yeah. daughter? I mean, yeah, he would probably know that, mm -hmm. right? But it would probably been like, yeah. "Oh, it's good to see you again." All right, also, so daughter, who I abandoned on a <laughs> yeah. desert planet, yeah. Uh, Even though I have a son who I didn't abandon, <laughs> yeah, doesn't doesn't matter. Okay, so we can all agree the the solo Organa is no. is out. No. There's no way it's possible, right? No, but I think it's possible. If anything, that he 
somehow had a connection to her. Like he okay. knew who her parents were. Okay. Uh, so you, Ben, okay. give me give me your your reasoning behind what, your belief. Why why Ray isn't connected to anyone? Yes. Okay. So this this is a part like like the whole Ray parentage thing. I think is a is a like a, a phase all these Star Wars fans are going through that we just have to get over. Because when you think about Star Wars, you think about that big father-son twist. That's, you know, one of the top things that people know about these movies is, oh my gosh, the bad guy is the hero's father and everything. And I think there's kind of been this obsession. As soon as you started, like, seeing the new characters in, like, the first trailers for Force Awakens, they're like, oh, who's Finn related to? It's got to be one of the two black guys in the other movies. Right? <laughs> oh, who's, who's uh, Ray related to? Like, and there, there's, like, been this obsession yeah. with that. <laughs> and I kind of just hope The Last Jedi, like, it sounds like we're going to learn who our parents are. Mm -hmm. But I hope it doesn't, I, it's always going to matter, but I hope it doesn't matter on the scale of, oh, my gosh, the villain is my father. Or, oh my gosh, the main hero from the original trilogy is my father. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope it's, like, we can move away from this obsession with parentage, because I know these movies are, are movies about family, ultimately. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there's this obsession with trying to figure out who's connected with who, when really I feel like, I just keep asking myself, does this matter? So you're saying, really, the whole mania of who Ray's parents are, that kind of was fan created and that wasn't even really their intention. That wasn't JJ's intention in force awakens well, to have us think about it that much. JJ is a walking mystery box <laughs> as we all know. And I think sometimes he ends up getting people to ask questions that maybe he didn't mean for people to become fixated on so much hmm. because she does talk about her family and how oh, she thinks they're coming back someday and, yeah. and everything like that. But I don't know, my hope for The Last Jedi is that it ends up not having to be of such titular importance in the way that it was. Because no one expected that relationship in The Empire Strikes Back when it was revealed. Mm -hmm. It seems like ever since that point, that's anyone ever fixated on when it comes to main characters in Star Wars movies. Right. So I feel like this movie has an opportunity to shift people's theories and, and thinking to just something else. Like I feel like that's kind of the the, the wash rag has just been like wrung dry with yeah. with that emphasis. I just hope it's settled. Whatever it is, I hope it's settled in this movie so that we don't have yeah. to hear theories about it for two more years. That's also my hope. Yeah. Because um, then you're setting yourself up for expectations being not met. If it's, you know, if it gets to episode nine and we still don't know, and then they have to be like, oh well, this whole time she was like this, this, yeah. People would be very let down because that would be six years of like like you can't drawn keep out. hunting it out. You yeah. can't keep like just like throwing it way down there yeah. and waiting. They gotta take it. care of it in this yeah. movie, or else we're gonna be set up for disappointment. Episode nine, or yeah. you know, we're just gonna get right. sick of hearing about. It. But at the same time, I'm not like shaking, yeah. waiting yeah. to see what what's it not is, the you know? thing we're most excited to learn. In this right, movie. right, right. And that's the that's the the reasoning behind why I think. It's Ray Skywalker. Um, I think because it wouldn't be that surprising. Exactly. I don't think it's supposed to be surprising. Well, um, in the same way, like I remember the way they revealed Kylo being Han's son. Right. It's not. They kind of just like said it like off conversation yeah. with Snow. It's like, and wait, I was what? like, th what that told me was like, 
oh, okay, this isn't some like big twist or something. Right. You're supposed to know this. Yeah. And that's okay. Which at the moment though, I'm if I forgot that that was even a reveal. I forgot like we didn't know that going in. Yeah. And now when we first saw it, we were like, oh, what? Yeah. And so And I think a lot of people were what let down at first by the way that was revealed. And I'm like, this is why we have to like shift focus as fans. Because the emphasis can't always be on, oh, wait, who are they related to? As soon yeah. as you see them pop up on screen for the first time. Right. Um, for the record, J.J. Abrams did say in an interview regarding Ray's parents that she is well-connected in the Star Wars universe. Um, oh, which which leads me to believe if it's not Han slash Leia's, then it's got to be Luke's. You know, She's got to be Luke's daughter. I'm still holding out on um, 2D2. And, and here's the <laughs> other thing. Like, okay, let me describe a character for you. Grew up on a desert planet. Natural pilot, great with machines, natural force user. Mm-hmm. Am I describing Luke, Anakin, or Ray? Yes. Bingo. <laughs> I mean, it's in the description. And I yeah. and I honestly, I don't think that it's supposed to be a surprise. I'm more That's, interested by how we got to this. I think you nailed what I was trying to say, is I don't think it's supposed to be that big of a surprise. Yeah. So, people listening, don't walk into that thinking <laughs> that's going to be... The, like, big reveal or anything yeah. like that. Because I think it's just been such an exhausted topic now. Right. My, speaking of the previous topic you brought up with fan theories. Yes. My favorite back in the day was that Jyn Erso was going to be Ray's mom. Because <laughs> that the, was a big the one. timeline yeah. would have been right. Her and Cassian yeah. getting kind of that If they romantic, would have survived. Yeah. I really would have loved if that was the direction they went. I thought that would have been very clever if they released Force Awakens and then with the first spin-off movie, it's almost like not just a, a, a backstory pre-club? of uh, what happened before A New Hope, but it's backstory that ties itself to the new trilogy mm-hmm. with these are Ray's parents. Depending on what happens with what we found out who Ray's parents are, I think that will have been a missed opportunity. And I really would have loved to see that happen. I think that would have been very clever. Where you have, you know, Jin and Ray both have the English accents. You know, it would have been perfect if you asked mm-hmm. me. Right. The only... I, I thought that would have been cool, too, when I remember, like, seeing theories about that. The reason I was probably more against it than I was for it, though, is it felt like it was too much like a Marvel movie connection. You know how, like, the Marvel <laughs> universe works where... There's this stone in this movie, and then it ends up in that movie, and mm. oh, there's that cameo from that one person in that movie who ends up being a whole main character in this one, and like there's four it almost felt scenes. it almost <laughs> felt like it was gonna be t- like too Marvel-ish to like connect every single dot to every single other dot. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it wouldn't have been the worst idea in the world. Yeah, right. Um, reunion between two characters you're most looking forward to. I have a list of options for you. Kylo and Rey. I don't even need to read these. Kylo and Luke. <laughs> Kylo and Leia. Luke and Leia. Or Finn and Bro Dameron. Definitely that one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for their eyes to lock for the slow motion running towards each other to start. Buddy! <laughs> you survived! <Yeah. laughs> like, did you see the way that Poe reacted when he looks down? Oh, it's BB 8. Buddy, I, I yeah. thought you were gone. And then he looks up and there's his <laughs> real love. They run to each other. Buddy old pal. It's too bad they've ruled out the like gay relationship. <laughs> it really is. Wait, they, what's their relationship not, not the thing, on the internet? 
Was there, uh, was it just bro Dameron? Like, they're the bros together? I don't know. <laughs> I, I just feel like they didn't have to make them gay. But they kind of <laughs> have to allude to it for another movie just for fun. I just felt like it would have been cool to do that. Yeah. Um, this is like a no-brainer for me. It's easily Luke and Leia. And then it's, it's a lot of channel, channeling of nostalgia. But yeah. The, just, just, okay. So we got to talk about Carrie Fisher just in general. For yeah. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's the thing that keeps running through my mind now when I think about this movie is I'm so ready for this movie, but there's no way in hell I'm ready to watch Carrie Fisher's last performance ever. Yeah. Like it's, it, when I really like stop to think about that, it really makes me upset. Yeah. And I know like when I go into the theater, I'm going to be thinking about that. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel as I watch the movie, but I just get this feeling I'm just not going to be able to stop thinking about that. And I think that's um, like a bigger reason why I feel like I, I really want to like see that reunion. And right. I feel like it's going to happen at some point. Yeah, I really hope so. I, I think they they couldn't have. They they can't. It's really going to Terry hurt. Fisher in again and not have Leia reunite. It's, it's really going to hurt if they don't. It's yeah. going to hurt my yeah, feelings. Right. Um, but I, I mean, if it makes sense in the story, I guess I understand. But there's just something so sentimental about this movie that. Um, I think everyone's just getting too hyped over the whole movie in general that they like, keep forgetting about this. Right. Um, right. I, I think we'd all agree Luke and Leia is the answer. Uh, let's cast them out of here. Um, Kylo and Rey. Okay, so Kylo throw that Rey. out the list. Yeah, because yeah, okay. that's obvious number one. Kylo and Rey, Kylo and Luke, <clears throat> Kylo and Leia. We've already talked about Finn and Poe. But of those three, like, <laughs> yeah. of those three reunions, which would you say you're, you're most looking forward to? Potentially, I guess. Because we don't know they're all going to happen. Hmm. My answer is Kylo and Luke, because like I said earlier, I'm all in on, on how we got to, to Kylo this. destroying Luke's Jedi Order. How this happened. I'm yeah. very in on that. That is very interesting to see like what actually caused all the downfall and everything. But also, like I, I can't wait to see you know what the relationship is like between Kylo and his mom with Leia. Yeah. And of course, the, the, the re-up that's going to happen with Kylo and Rey that I'm... You know, they're going to meet up at some point. Mm -hmm. Three really tough choices. And they're all super interesting. Um, you can do so much with each of those. I uh, think... Do you want me to go first? Uh, I, I don't have a definite answer. I, okay. Whatever you say, I'll probably be like, ooh, yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm really banking on Carrie Fisher being the spirit of this yeah. movie. <laughs> because I think the most interesting one is her seeing her son. Yeah. Um... I think it's I think it's gonna be way different than than what happened with Han and Kylo in in The Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. I the thing is, I don't really think you can have Kylo kill both Han and Leia. Uh, yeah, no. And ever have him come back from that? Yeah, no. Like at that point, he's just gonna be a every time you see him on screen, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, after. exactly. Like I think that's a little too far, and I. There, there were like hints in some of the trailers and commercials about like what their dynamic might there's be. There's no way they but show I just, that. I just feel like there's, there's, there could be something like really special involved with that relationship between you know a mother and a son. Right. So, good answer. Um, Gianni, this next one is directed at you. I need your planet evaluation and expectation. <laughs> this does! From what we've seen so far. This does! How the planet's <laughs> looking for Last Jedi. 
All right, I think what is, is it? Crate. Yeah, crate the, looks dope. Crate looks, crate looks like awesome. The most original, coolest new Star Wars planet. Yeah, where it's like almost a desert of sorts with all this, you know, chalky gray surface. And then when you shoot a bullet into the ground, it, you know, red, oh, dust. red it's salt. like yeah. red soil. And then, you know, underground there's like red crystals. That's for sure the most unique. And I'm excited to see that. Um, where Luke is right now, you know, eh, whatever. Island. He's on an island. It's, you know, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, it's fine. Pretty standard. And then we're going to get, like, another city planet, which is interesting. Oh, yeah, Canto Bite. Right? Yeah. yeah. A little bit of uh, Coruscant. Coruscant coming back at us. They said it's, uh, it, like, the location's a casino or something, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's yeah. going to be cool. I, I'm really excited about yeah. that. But, yeah, by far, I think you guys agree. Uh, Crate looks like it's going to be very cool to... Can we can we talk about the aesthetic for a second? Like, just, like, the whole color palette of this film? Like, you saw it in the, like, the title, the posters. Red, <laughs> Red is such, like, a prominent figure in yeah. there. Like, I was I was listening to an interview with uh, Johnson, and he, he was just talking about how it wasn't, like, intentional. But, like, suddenly they just, like, realized just, like, how it fit for so many scenes. Just the red hue and just, mm. like, the, the landscape and stuff for, you know, the planet crate. I feel like even in Canto Bite, like from shots I've seen, it seemed like there was a lot of that too. But I just, I don't know, I find, I really like it. I really think it's a, a cool concept mm -hmm. to like, just go all out with it, it seems. And the symbolic nature of the color, obviously. The darkness. With the, yeah, the red darkness, lightsaber. You know, with Ray's and Luke's struggle and, you know, everyone's struggle with, you know, balancing the sides. So, yeah, it works. It works really well. Um, and and he, that was Yanni's Vista Corner. <laughs> I love Vista that. Corner with Yanni. <laughs> yeah. The the uh, the newest segment. <laughs> um, looking for a sponsor still. <laughs> is there any chance? Is there any chance at all that the uh, the opening crawl the Star Wars logo will be in red instead of you know, God no, no way. way. Yeah. God no. no way. Way. What's wrong with you, Chase? <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there. Uh oh, the live audience. Boo. I didn't think there was. <laughs> Um, okay, uh, you guys think, what kind of connection do you think there might be to the previous trilogies? Think we're getting any? I've heard a lot of buzz about potentially seeing Palpatine, like, through a hologram or something. Really? Apparently. I did not know about that. Why are you spoiling things for oh me? I'm just God. kidding. <laughs> Wake up and get on the internet, bro. I want to see some Force Ghosts. Yeah, I want to see. You want to see Hayden back? Anakin Force Ghosts? Ooh, There's been a lot of buzz I want to see some... Either Hayden Christensen or Liam Neeson action. <laughs> oh, Qui Gon, Octo, or Octo. Whatever is Obi Wan. Oh man, it would be so cool to like. You know how we, we've joked about my appreciation of the prequels, and I mean we all grew up with them. Yeah, right. But, we still like them, but I don't know, know if there's any I mean, as great yeah. as you. I yeah. I really <laughs> like, or I like the idea of connecting, like, like weaving between all three trilogies and like yeah. really making it feel like this is all one story that happened within like this time span time span yeah um i agree so in that case i mean it would make sense for luke to maybe visit you know a force ghost like force ghosts would visit him um so yeah i would love to just for that to be a big surprise i think uh luke's little library that he has in that that, that tree or whatever <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's potential there for, I mean, I don't know who the books are written by or anything, but you saw like the like Jedi Academy like symbol on yeah. one of the books that 
it's called in Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, there, there are, like, I think chances for, like, subtle hints to, to throw things in there. Um, I mean, we had some of it with The Force Awakens, with the one force back that yeah. Ray had. Yeah. With Yoda's voice, Sidious. Um, I don't know. I feel like they'll still just like use it sparingly. I don't feel like they're. I don't feel like you're gonna see a battle droid walking in the background of a scene or anything yeah. like that. How dare you? Um, <laughs> but I, I think they'll probably you know take maybe a chance or two of just like showing hints of it. But yeah. it seems like everything so far with Disney has ever since Disney took over, they just like don't really reference the prequels at all very much. Yeah, right. Like it's a like a sour note. I don't <laughs> feel like it's as sour as it seems though. Right. They're reading too many Reddit blog posts. <laughs> but, um, I mean, yeah. Could I mean, if they're really going to do that Obi-Wan spinoff movie, then that's going to get into some prequel territory. Yeah, definitely. But, and with the whole Force Ghost idea, they I don't think they'd bring Ewan in to do it because whenever Luke would see Obi-Wan as a Force Ghost, it was Alec Guinness. So it would be trying to be like, oh, all of a sudden you're a younger Force think, Ghost. Well, they would probably bring Ewan in for a voice. Yes. To like, because I did that with uh, mm -hmm. like Obi-Wan's voice in, in Force Awakens. They'd probably use him as like a model too. And then they just make him old. Grand until Moff Tarkin him. Until he looked more like uh, it honestly like, like old Obi-Wan. Comparative photos of you and to, to Alec Guinness, they actually look really similar. I Very remember, similar like facial structure. Yeah. They, they like, I don't know what it's called, but they say, like, the triangle they like put around the nose or whatever. Yeah. And they said like the facial structure like Especially around his nose, looks like exactly like so yeah. Alec Guinness. I think they could dress him up and make him. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, most important question of the podcast: oh. Will there be another Death Star? <laughs> if there is, I'll walk out. Will you? Would you really? <laughs> would you walk out of Star Wars? <laughs> what if? I'm hoping it ends where, uh, after the whole last battle or whatnot, Snoke just looks out a window and he's like. We have been building this for years. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it like comes out from behind. It's like We have a new Starkiller base something that's like not big. completed. It's a Starkiller base with like three <laughs> holes to shoot lasers <laughs> out of instead of one. It's let's see the rebellion <laughs> I, blow this up. <laughs> I thought you were going to say three planets conjoined together. And they yeah. can shoot their different ways at once. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going with. That's something straight out of Family Guy Star Wars if they just. Yeah, like that. That, 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 that point it reaches parody. Hard, <laughs> hard parody. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't expect it anymore. I really hope that's not the case here. Okay, um, that's, we've got a problem. On a okay, more what, what would make you guys walk out of the theater? Walk Other out? Instances. Oh, God. I don't even imagine. Um, um, if, if, Rey if Rey was a child of midichlorians or if, something? No. <laughs> if Rey was a child of Aiden Versio and what's-his-face I'm a <laughs> friend, too. I'm out. Shout out to EA. Fuck you guys. <laughs> really yeah, that... Perfectly good Star Wars game. They teased that hardcore in the campaign for Battlefront Two. Well, yeah, which it's a it's a very nice red herring to freak people out with, but there's no way they put that in a video. Lucasfilm has a lot of secret problems if they really think the best way to reveal the parents of a main character <laughs> of a huge franchise is to do it in a one off video game story. That's all I'll say. Do they ever. Um on a more <laughs> on a more serious note, I don't know, what like what what's the first order gonna be up to in this movie? Like what? What is their big like campaign thing that what's they're going the after? Yeah. Well, what's the counter? Yeah. What's the what's the first order striking back? 
Well, we don't really know because it's very, it's been very ambiguous. I feel like most of like what, whatever their like army is, is out in the unknown regions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let me push up my glasses. For that. <laughs> um, of space. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it, it's, we didn't really like see a fleet or anything like that in, in the force awakens. So, I mean, I don't know how big they're like, I don't know if they're like empire level or if they're just just cultivating mass out in deep space right now. Yeah, but uh, I don't I don't know. I mean, they blew up the capital of you know the new republic or whatever. Yeah. In so basically, it's Awakens. chaos. So everything's just kind of going to be in disarray. Yeah. I think we'll see maybe Leia deal with some of the you know obviously not as much politics as was in the prequels, but mm -hmm. they're going to have to address that. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Chase, I got a question for you. Yes, please ask. How do you feel about the queen, Laura Dern, being in this? <laughs> I mean, I'm and all Is in she going to have an issue when Poe hits one of her kids? <laughs> I am perhaps missing this reference. <laughs> uh, big Little Lies. This is a Big Little Lies called HBO <laughs> show. Um, I mean, I'm, I am fully in on, on Laura Dern being very snobby. As whatever character she is, yes, I'm. I'm totally I hope in. she's that same like a. I hope she is character. Renata. Yeah, so basically the Renata, Renata. Of Star Wars. Yeah, space Renata. I'm all in. Maybe she'll get a real ter territorial about a ship or something right. on her beachfront property. Like <laughs> I don't know. I'm speaking of these kind of minor new characters. I'm ready for whatever. Uh, Benicio del Toro is going to be. Yes, literally have seen nothing of him. Nothing. Really, I've seen like set photos. Think, I've seen know? I've seen a set photo and I've seen him in the like behind the scenes featurette. Yeah, have not seen anything from the trailers. I don't think he plays that big of a role. I think it's a cameo. Do you think cameo? Like, like he'll have like twenty minutes and he'll be like, "I've got a ship for you." Well, I mean, maybe twenty minutes. I don't even know if it'd be twenty minutes. Well, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of kind of like celebrities that are making cameos, but I feel like the fact that he's like named, I feel like he's gonna have like some like at least kind of an important yeah role. We'll see. I feel like he might be like the Boba Fett of this new trilogy. Mm. Aren't we gonna see Maz Kanata again in this one? Didn't I, believe I hear so, that somewhere? Right? I think really? she's gonna be in it. Yeah, like, I don't even know how they're see, gonna. I'm pretty sure it. she's confirmed in the cast. I have no idea. They've got so much. Not to gonna get figure to. it out either. They have so many characters to get to. In well, this here's movie. the thing. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm also very curious about is how Maz got the lightsaber. Do you think it's ever gonna be revealed? I feel like I think it'll be uh, revealed. I don't uh, know how it would be important. Is the I only thing. feel like that's gonna be a thing that's. Not explained in a movie, and then a book's gonna come out in like five years, and there's gonna be like a either like a prologue or an epilogue, and somehow that it'll be explained that way. Hmm. <laughs> feels very book worthy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, are you guys at all worried about bless the bless you, Yanni? Are you guys at all worried about the two and a half hour runtime? If anything, I'm excited for that. Give me more, more, more. I hate when they come out with the runtime and everyone starts judging the movie already. So I've I tried mean, to not, I've tried to not say whether it's good or bad. Maybe it's too long. Maybe it gets drawn out and it sucks. I don't think. It's I'm just, time. I'm trying to be the counter there because I feel like what can you even conclude from it being so long movie. from the length of the movie? You don't know what the yeah. pace is. You don't know like how fast they move from one act to another. Yeah. So I just, I don't want to assume things. Like we said, there's a lot of characters to get to. So, I mean, maybe they needed that runtime. I mean, there's so many characters old and new and the yeah. little cameos that 
I feel like it's going to be well used time. Mm-hmm. And Ryan said that initially it was over three hours and they cut it down. So did, did he say that was the assembly cut? Because the assembly yeah. cut is literally when you take all of your footage yeah. from every scene and you just throw it on. I forget exactly what he said in the interview, but basically, yeah, it okay. was pretty long. And then, I mean, they cut it down to a you know movie that we can watch and not have to go to the bathroom a couple yeah. times <laughs> yep. in the middle of it. Lord of the Rings. Make sure to not hydrate. Uh, I'm really excited for John Williams, by the way. Yes. I'm excited that when when Abrams did Force Awakens, he did not give John the movie in uh, the same style and timing that Lucas used to give him the movies. Um, I think it was like rushing. We had like a month to do it and everything wasn't like finalized and completed. Like it was, it went back and was edited later. Mm-hmm. Johnson completed the movie. Everything was edited to how he wanted it. And then Williams conducted the music. So mm-hmm. I, th- I feel like Williams's score is going to be more prominent and more impactful, like right away. Yeah. In yeah. this movie compared to Force Simply, Awakens. He had some great themes though in the Force Awakens. He yeah. did. Ky- Kylo and Ray's themes are both <laughs> part of, you know, his, yeah, catalog now. He did. I, like games. I remember thinking that, but I remember walking out of the theater the first time, going, "I don't really remember that much about the music." Mm-hmm. Like I, and I, now I've watched it a ton of times, and I know simply like just judging on the music from the trailers, I think the score is going to be amazing. What does he do the trailer? I don't know if he does, but the music he, from the trailer mixes in the Ray and Kylo's theme with the classic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he himself composed it, yeah. but those were his themes. And yeah. I don't know. I love the way they blended them together for the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited. Um, How are we doing on time? Trying to think. We're just a, just below an hour. I'm trying to think if there's any last things we want to we want to s- slide in before we. Uh, Peace out. Any hot tips? Does anyone have any bold predictions? I've I've got one. Please, please lay it on us. The Last Jedi will be nominated for at least five Academy Awards. Oh! Oh! Whoa! Whoa! Wow! Including best picture in there. Including best original screenplay. Okay. Wow. Okay. Setting the bar very high. I yeah, see. I have nothing to jump at that bar. <laughs> I had no idea where he was going with that. Now I definitely. Uh, I was gonna go for the Skip Bayless level of bold hot take and say including best picture, oh. but I'll settle for best original screenplay. Fair enough. Does that include like the visual effects ones though too? Yes. Okay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it could Mad Max it. Won all the uh, Do you remember that? Ones yeah, it won mm-hmm. all the tech. Oh, yeah. Then, uh, yeah. That's what I'm counting on. Okay. Just like. Okay. But also. You know, I wouldn't rule out something like screenplay. Or I would not be surprised if uh, Ryan Johnson gets a best director nom. I'm not going to say any of these things until okay. <laughs> the movie comes out. <laughs> that's I'm that's why they're bold a, predictions because yeah, they're they're bold. Um, you're a bold one. Yeah. <laughs> Story wise, my dark host prediction would be that Snoke dies. Okay. That'd be my biggest one. I I don't know. Okay, here's another one. Uh, just like how the Ewoks helped save the day and attack the stormtroopers, the Porgs will bring out their little spears and bow and arrows, and they will help defeat the First Order in this mm. movie. See, I think they're more like a Yoshi type character, and they're gonna like shoot eggs at them <laughs> and use their tongues to like hatch them into. Egg. Yeah, I think they're gonna be. I, think, <laughs> I don't know where I was. Going I think with they're that. gonna show up while the first order's attacking, and all of a sudden they're gonna stop and just like be mesmerized by how cute the porgs are. <laughs> and they all just go, "Oh!" Yeah. I think it'll be like uh, 
a Toy Story 2 type thing where the uh, all the toys kind of like help drive the pizza plant over <laughs> to the airport. I think a bunch of porgs are going to stack onto each other. And then fly the Millennium Falcon. And they're going to fly the Falcon. And yes! it's going to be like doing a bunch of spins, like blowing, blowing all the ships up accidentally, just like... A porg is in the cockpit, like shooting at yep. him somehow. Yep. I love it. And I, then at the end, the the main character porg gets a new squeaker, and then he sings the finale song. Right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, last last prediction: Han Solo Force Ghost. Don't at me. Um, oh boy. Oh, we are Wait, all at Force time. Ghost. Force Ghost. Don't at me. You heard well, it here first. Well, Han was secretly a Jedi <laughs> this whole time. Oh my god. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. Guys, we're out of time. Uh, thank you for, so much for joining me. Thank you for those who listen to this uh, this nerd fest of Star Wars. But hey, we are within a few days. Could not be more excited. And uh, can't wait to talk to you guys post viewing of Star Wars The Last Jedi. What if it just. I'm the sucks. John Yanni. What podcast. if it is horrible? I don't think we'll <laughs> yeah. this. Then. I think we'll just quit. <laughs> Uh, maybe we will alright guys uh, thanks again for joining me hope you guys enjoyed the podcast and uh, look out for the John Yanni podcast on the uh, with the post game show post game show for The Last Jedi we will uh, see you very soon peace out